Yeah, yeah, check one, two, check one, two. Is this mic on? Is this mic on? Hey, listen, man. It's the one and only trendsetter DJ Sense, and you're listening to Cocktails. Dirty Discussions with Kiki and Medina Monroe. Yeah. This episode of Cocktails Dirty Discussions is brought to you by Mailform. They make sending all kinds of documents really simple. Check them out at mailform.io. Today's cocktail is the Fountain of Youth. You're going to take one and a half ounces of vodka, two ounces of pomegranate juice, and half an ounce of thinly sliced ginger. Combine all the ingredients in a shaker filled with ice. Shake and strain into a martini glass. And that's a Fountain of Youth. The fountain of you. I need that because I'm feeling old. Girl. It's almost September. I'm about to be turning 25 again. <laughs> I like feel the like, third time you have said that. I know. I just continue to do it. It's a thing now. Maybe one day I'll get older. You don't but I just have one of age. No, why? Because it's beautiful. I can, no, you can embrace yours. <laughs> I'm going to embrace my age of 25 and just keep it there. Well, it's almost here, girl. That birthday is almost here, I Kiki. Know. What are we going to oh, do? I don't know. It, I, it has really snuck up on me because there's been so much stuff just going on. Um, so today, you guys, we're going to spend the whole episode catching up and talking about random stuff because we haven't talked to each other. In a long time. Believe it or not, Kiki yeah. and I do this show and we catch up. And sometimes that's the only time we get a chance to catch up because we both have lives that we're living that are very busy. What did you do? When's the last time I saw you? Two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Okay, so what have you been doing? So, you know, you know Margot is on tour with J. Cole. The tour, right. the tour just ended. She's back home now. And we went to the J. Cole concert in total VIP status. Like, uh-huh. it was like one of those things. You know how sometimes people are like, you know, I got you. And you don't really know what to expect. And nine times out of ten you get there and it's like, we're waiting. And, oh, the tickets aren't at call block. Oh, we got a call. So it was like, we're with the crew. We're with the band. Mm-hmm. Like, we with J. Cole's people. Like, what's up? <laughs> it was so dope. And then afterwards we got to go backstage and, like, meet everybody. They had, like, a little VIP douce area where people uh-huh. were just, like, partying, dancing, drinking taking pictures I had such a great time and I didn't even know that I liked J. Cole that much really? I wish that I would have knew, knew more of the the music Using. because his performance was so he gave you so much energy like it was awesome it was mm-hmm. awesome man it was awesome it was so much I fun I want to go to a concert and have that VIP status experience I bet that would be fun so much fun mm. what you do girl so this wedding that has been, you know, something I've been anticipating for so long finally happened. Mm-hmm. So last week I left work. Um, I flew out Thursday. I stopped by work. People was acting like they didn't know I wasn't coming to work on Thursday and Friday. And I was like, no, y'all have been known that I wasn't coming since I got my bridesmaid box in the mail with the date. So don't even play. I'm on the flight. So Bye. call me. I mean, I don't know what to say. So anyway. Um, I go to Dallas. Um, we had a good time. Thursday night, we all ended up going out together. So it was like another bachelorette party. All, all the, the girls, girls? And all the guys. Okay. And so we all met up and hung out, and I had time to see my mom, and like we went to lunch and everything when I first got there. Well, we all got drunk. Well, I'm going to say we all, so I don't have to single myself out, but I definitely <laughs> was fucked up. Medina, can you see my knee? Oh, my 
can't. So, you guys, I have busted both of my knees. I fell in the street like a crazy person. She really has, like, scabs, like a 12-year-old. This left one was leaking this morning, and I was like, oh, my. And exactly, like a 12-year-old, I feel like a baby's kid. I am too old to be walking around with scabby knees. So then Taylor Smith, the whole time, she's singing uh, Bodak Yellow, talking about bloody knees the whole time. And I was just like, I mean, I can't even say anything. I was just so glad that my dress. Happened. I don't know. I tripped in the street. We were, we had to walk back to Kenny's house. Now, granted, Kenny's house isn't far because mm-hmm. we were already in deep out, but we were walking. I was tired. Sandra wouldn't feed me. I said, Sandra, can we please stop and get some chicken? Sandra, can I get a cheeseburger? Sandra, can we stop by the taco place? Can we? What is the place called in Dallas? Uh, Fuel mm-hmm. City. And we stopped by Fuel City because we were all over the place and we were hungry and I hadn't ate since lunch. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody feed me. Every time I tried to order something, we were like, oh, it's time to go. We're going to this place. And so nobody I, was nervous that the wedding was, like, the next day. Because I feel like mm-hmm. I'm going to be a very, like, anal bride. Like, y'all hoes better look refreshed than on the mm-hmm. wedding day. Nobody oh. was worried about it. And everybody looked fine. And she got us these cute little bridesmaid things. <sighs> and it had um, face masks in there. So we all did them together the next day. But I did want to point out, I asked Sandra, because everybody knows I'm single. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking, looking I started to say high and low. I ain't looking low, but I'm looking high. So my partner in the wedding was kind of cute. The guy I walked down the aisle with, Mm -hmm. and he was late to rehearsal. So I was like, typical. I'm the only one who still ain't got no man, and you to match me up with somebody. So when he walks in, me and Taylor are looking like, hmm. Who's this? Then he had on a law school T-shirt, and I was like, oh, and he's a lawyer? I mean, this is is looking up. Sandra, what happened? Was he not originally in the crew? But Was um, he not? No, he was. She was like, you don't want him. So we um, we had some conversation. I said, yeah, you're right. So whatever. He was ghetto? No, he wasn't ghetto at all. He's a nice guy. His it was really stink. No, it was just like, mm, just not a mat. Um, what else did I do? Oh, and then so the wedding was Saturday. It was really beautiful. I got drunk. Um, I'll tell you what happened after. Not at the wedding, but at the end of the reception. Mm-hmm. Um my wig was sliding back. I, I hate it. when stuff like that happens. Because that the blonde wig that I have, that happened on New Year's. Like, if you yeah. really got to be paying attention. You got to be on your P's and Q's. Yeah, it's like I needed some super glue or something. Because, I mean, the music was good. There were so many men. I was trying to hit on everybody. Like, I was that girl. I don't remember the food, but the cake was good. It was just a really good time. Then I rushed back to Atlanta because we had our Street Fest concert on Saturday. How was it? It was good. Was it good? Yeah. Nicki Minaj I was, was there, right? No, Cardi B. Oh, whoops. Mm. Sorry, I'm beginning yeah. folks confused. No, Nikki wasn't there, but um, that was the only person I really wanted to see, and I was exhausted, but I just feel like I've been ripping and running ever since, and I really haven't had a chance to really sit down and catch my breath. And I'm just tired. Oh, catch your breath, girl. Yeah. And put some neosporin on the And put some neosporin on the knees. Speaking of catching breaths, um, today... I have been really wanting to try this thing called VitaFlow. It's vitamin. It's a vitamin IV drip. And mm-hmm. you go to this little station, you get hooked up to an IV, and they put, like, all these different hydration vitamins in your in a drip bag, and it drips into your body. Girl, I felt so high all day. It was amazing. But it's vitamins. You felt so what? High. Oh. Like, once we were done, I was like, Carlos came with me to get it done. And it was uh-huh. just like, I feel, I feel like a whole new person. It was amazing. Like, every great vitamin that you need that you can uh-huh. take by mouth. But when you take vitamins by mouth, you only get 30% of the nutrients. And when you do it right in your blood, like, hey, when you get a hundred percent of the, new, it was like I literally felt like a totally new person. Girl, it's my new thing. Was it expensive? No, it was fifty dollars. Oh, okay, and I got a membership. I was like, I'm gonna get a membership because I'm about to come every month. Like, what's up? 
They got I one for skin, cool. girl. I was like, they have one for if you drink a lot, you can uh-huh. go and flush your fluids and not be feeling drunk. Oh. Ain't that so that, No, that's where you should have started, girl. That's where you should have started. <laughs> you said a man is not a necessity. A man is a luxury. Like dessert. <laughs> yeah. A man is absolutely not a necessity. Did you mean that to sound mean and bitter? Oh, not at all. I adore dessert. I love men. I think men are the coolest. But you don't really need them to live. This week for Y'all Ain't Shit, BET, Tyrese, what in the ashy-ass hell is going on? These fools let Tyrese perform at Black Girls Rock. And for what? We don't need to hear him sing not another damn thing. Then you hop on stage with one of the natural mama queens, India Ari, to sing Where is the Love? Oh, so you thought because you got up there with somebody who looks really natural that that's going to make it better? No, we didn't forget what you said. We haven't forgotten what you've done. Where was the love? Every other day when you would hop on Instagram, Twitter, even that short lived talk show you had with Rev Run, Tyrese has taken plenty of opportunities to make negative remarks about black women. So why should he be hired to sing and dance for a program for us to have a man who has said things that keep us from feeling like we rock on stage? BT is a slap in the face. BT, get it together. So um, I was thinking um, about the show mm-hmm. just all together because it's been about a year now since um, the first episode came out. It came out in August. We were just a little inconsistent. And I wasn't first. here. Yet. And that's why um, it's not 52 episodes just yet. But, um, yeah, and you came in January when we were around, like, 20-some episodes. Mm -hmm. But I was thinking about, like, how maybe certain viewpoints we had when we started. Mm -hmm. And then meeting all the different guests that we've had that have come on to share their stories. And then just listening back at the things we said. Do you ever feel like, I don't feel that way anymore? When you think about some of the things that you say. Absolutely. There are some times when I, because, you know, I really be kiki too. We really re-listen to our shows. And I mm-hmm. like to know, like, what am I, am I laughing too much? Or da, da, da. I noticed that there, in the beginning, there were so many times when I made it seem like I didn't like my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was just because of the, some of the, the, the times we was having. Like, uh-huh. like real it was a rough shit. Patch. Yeah. It was rough patches. Mm-hmm. And now I look at it and we're in such a great place. That I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel so bad. Like if he heard this, like I would, my I, my feelings would be hurt because uh-huh. I do love and appreciate him so much. Uh huh. And but I mean, I'll probably do it all over again because <laughs> the nigga do he get on my nerves sometimes. But at the end of the day, I listen to those and I'm like, dang. Like I hope people don't be like, this bitch is mean to her, dude. Because I really do care about. But him. you know what's funny? People <laughs> do be thinking that because let me tell you, I was on Lipstick Alley the other day, um, and they have a podcast section, mm-hmm. and so um, there was a post about our podcast. And somebody was like, I want them to invite Carlos on um, because I'm really nosy and I want to see how that would go. And I was like, well, actually, we did have Carlos on in the beginning, but um, just just keep listening. We'll see. Maybe he'll come back. I don't know because he only listens. So we're not digging up that stuff. Now, I have a question for you. Yeah. When you guys first started this without me before I was added and now with me, what are some of the... What are some of the changes that you see? Growth? Were you? Are you ever like, dang, I wish Medina wasn't actually here? <laughs> we know that's a lie, but, <laughs> but what, what's the difference? Um, there are a lot of differences. So I don't know how long people have been listening, but when 
we started the show, there were four of us. And minus uh, me, y'all. I wasn't there. Yeah, there were four people. It was me, another woman, and two guys. And we also had another woman who was just working behind the scene. And it's really, um, I know that I can be difficult to work with, um, but it's really hard to work with people whenever they're telling you that they're passionate about something. But it's like they're not finding any sort of way to help in any capacity, whether it's paying for stuff, posting on social media, coming up with ideas, showing up, hell, <laughs> being on time, or at least if you're going to be late, you say something and it's not two hours into our studio That's session. That's rude. You know, uh, just things like that. Like, um, I've noticed that you and I don't really have that problem, like the consistency thing. Mm-hmm. And when we do miss an episode, it's it really is because of technical issues mm-hmm. or stuff not being available. Like today, our studio, our normal studio wasn't available, so we're recording in a different place. And before, I really feel like stuff like that would be like, oh, well, it just won't be an episode. or Oh, no. You know, and so I would be upset because it's like I'm not going to do an episode by myself and so I'm just glad that it has evolved to what it is now. And I'm still listening. Like, I want to make these changes mm-hmm. and I want to do more of this. And even, like, when I listen to myself talk, some of my opinions, um, it makes me second guess what I say. And I've noticed how flip-floppy I can be sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I know that about myself. But then when I was listening, I bet people are like, this bitch don't you know You didn't just... It what, I did the same thing. And I'm like, yeah. that didn't make sense. Because just last episode, I said, that ain't what I stand for. In this episode, I'm all pro. But, you know, sometimes, like, that's really how I feel in real life. Like, sometimes I'm like, I don't know how I feel. So it's like, at one moment, I might feel strongly. In another moment, I don't care. I don't know. <laughs> you know, whatever. And... Yeah, I've also noticed um, I haven't been drinking as much. Which Both of us. Which helps me not to laugh so much during the damn episode. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's hard not to laugh. And I feel like my laugh is so high. I'm just like, how can I take this out? It's annoying. It's so funny. We're like perfectionists. Mm-hmm, definitely. I've always been that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I'm that way too with my dating life. And it's like, I've noticed that when I meet a guy, even if I like him, mm-hmm. if I like him and things are going good, I start nitpicking. And I'm just like, look, it's almost like I look for something that's wrong. Mm-hmm. And I realized that about myself maybe when we first started doing the show. But um, I've been trying to get better about it. Like, you don't always have to look for something wrong. First of all, it's going to come out eventually. Mm-hmm. Second, it's like, just enjoy the moment. Start enjoying the moment instead of analyzing Everything about the man. Yeah. Why do you think you do that? I don't know. I mean, I do it to myself too. I do it with everything. So I just feel like that's a situation that's not exempt from me being an extremely analytical person. I wonder if it has to do with the um, ranking in your siblings. My sister read this book about like your ranking in your mm-hmm. si- with your siblings, like the oldest child, the middle child, and the youngest child. And there are some traits and characteristics that I see in myself as the youngest child, according to the book. And that I see in everyone that I know that is an older child, like mm-hmm. the oldest, because you've always had like I responsibility. What it's I'll ask her when yeah. when I leave. She was like, "This is so real, yeah, and it's something that you can't really escape because that is how that was your ranking, and you had to be the oldest sister." Mm-hmm. I'm normally it like is. a a follower naturally, not with stupid shit, but when I'm in a group doing stuff, uh-huh. I normally look for someone to to that I can follow because I'm the baby, and that is what uh-huh. I have always had to do. Was okay, this is what you're gonna do, okay. 
And I'm weird. always like, okay, I'm going to do this and let me delegate some tasks. Mm-hmm. Like, I love to delegate. Oh, I love it. It's so much fun. <laughs> and I enjoy it. And I love to be told what to do. I was my and that and works. Even with dating, with my man, I like to be told what to do. Uh-huh. Like, not I like some to disrespectful be told shit, what but to like do too, from a man though. <laughs> yeah, in my dating life, I don't mind being a little submissive sometimes. Except, <laughs> except sometimes, like when we're having sex, it's a it's a little bit different, and I flip flop on that. It, I think it just depends on my mood. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. No, are you still single? I am still single, and I am still looking. I am not really attached to anyone at the moment. Um, I have revisited a couple of guys that I was wondering if maybe I prematurely cut off. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I did or not. But, you know, we're hanging out, so we'll see what happens. I don't know. I'm not feeling any strong way either way, so I don't know. It's really funny because I was reflecting uh, with Taylor the other day about all of the guys that I can remember Mm -hmm. from my past Mm -hmm. and, like, what I think I learned or whatever from that relationship, situationship or whatever. And I saw one of them in the airport when I was coming back. And I looked at him, and I was about to— Did he to see sp- you? Yes. And I was about to speak. I don't know if he recognized me because, you know, I got this blonde wig mm-hmm. on and I had on a hat, so I don't know. But I clearly saw him. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's such and such. So I looked, and I wanted to say hi. And then I thought about it. I was like, no, bitch, don't say hi. This is the lesson that you're supposed to learn. Sometimes you got to let people you dirty? go. Yes. In the end, he did. It, mm-hmm. it was all good for a while. But in the end, I don't like how he ended things. He kind of like, it's like he almost tried to ghost me, but he couldn't ghost me because mm-hmm. we'd be in the same spots all the time. And it was just like, things just fell off. And um, I didn't like that. And That's then we, we reconnected later, but it was still like, eh, you really weren't that great. Well, speaking of reflections, mm-hmm. this happened last <laughs> night. And I was going to say it for my cocktail, but I said, you know what? I'm about to make this a story. Girl. Carlos had went outside to the balcony and my phone rang and it was a no caller ID. And I was like, let me just pick it up because it could be an emergency. Yeah. I picked up the phone like, hello. And y'all remember at the beginning when I came on the show, I told y'all a story about Clarence Brown Jr., the one yes. who was cheating. I thought we, th- I thought he was my boyfriend. One day his real girlfriend came to the house and I was like, whoa, like what's happening? Mm-hmm. So he, I pick up the phone. I'm like, hello. He's like, Medina, man, what's up? Who's it? And I knew the voice. But I was like, who is this? He was like, it's Sibo. Uh, Kiki, my whole, my whole everything changed. And my boyfriend is on the patio. And I felt just so everything came back to me that what he had done to me in mm-hmm. our relationship that was so disrespectful. You ever thought about how a man disrespected yes. you so badly? And back then, the old me, I would have been so happy to hear from him. I would have been like, I'm getting mm-hmm. ready right now. I'll come meet you wherever. A year ago, I would have been on the way. Girl, on the way, ready to cheat. Mm-hmm. That's not <laughs> who I am right now. And it's not, I don't even know if it's not who I am, but it was like my levels of respect, I, 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 demand it like it's not like a thing of this we can teeter-totter this and yeah you coming back because you fine first of all Sibo, i said why are you calling my phone you're married i don't even think i gave the man a chance to, to respond i said mm-hmm. you're married he said i know but i'm in town i was just trying to see like which why mm-hmm. i said clarence don't call my phone anymore he Please. said well what are you doing i said i'm sitting here with my boyfriend in my apartment don't call <laughs> me anymore you need to call your wife he was like you don't click what the fuck do you think this is? But that's good for you to be strong and not to still be in that space where you would entertain it. And it that's felt gross, so girl. growth because it felt so there's I know there's so many women where you have those those couple of men where you're going to run back no matter yes. what they did. That was disrespectful. And when you look back at it, it's like, why would I do that? But in the moment when you haven't moved past that phase, you do it. You it's do like, it. I know I shouldn't, but I'm already in the car and, and he's I'm fine, actually parking. He smells good. Right. No, I literally was like, as soon as he said SIBO, I was like, 
Clarence Brown Jr. It's time for you to go. Get up Don't. off this phone. Mm-hmm. Bye. I wonder what he wanted. I, he wanted sex. That's yeah, exactly like, what why, he wanted. I, wa- I always wonder, like, why are you bothering me? Why? There's there's a million other people that you could go bother that you'd probably be more successful with because they don't know that you're married mm-hmm. and you can be whoever you want to be. I That's ridiculous. People are dumb. You deserve all the karma that you're going to get, and I hope somebody hears this and says it to him. We did an episode where we were talking about uh, use a hoe. You and love. what we thought about what a hoe was, have we ever been called a hoe, do we call people hoes and stuff like that, and labels just in general. Since you've been doing this show... Have you found that anybody's opinion of you may have changed? Hmm. Uh, like, I'm trying to think. I, I know that when we did that show, it's so funny because when I re-listened, I was like, dang, like, I actually forgot to tell a story that I had about that show. And the person uh, person's opinion of me that I hope has changed was my used-to-be best friend. She, I remember one time she sat me down and was like, Bachi said that you're a hoe. What? She said that because like, him and I used to be really close. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, at that point in my life, I, I maybe I was being like a hoe, but I didn't care. <laughs> so, so I was like who I was. Not a hoe, but I, I could see where someone might be like, you're acting kind of crazy. And I felt like she believed him and mm-hmm. didn't and wasn't like, no, that's not my friend. I felt like she believed him. And since we still follow each other on social media, I would hope that her perception of me has changed in a very positive way because I have changed. as a, I'm not that – both of us, like – we we were wild. I wouldn't say ho. I wouldn't. We were wild, and I have kind of toned it down a little bit. And I would hope that her perception of me has changed. But nobody else really does matter. Mm-hmm. I would say because I wasn't. I wasn't a ho. I think um, people's opinions of me has changed. Mm-hmm. Nobody thought I was a ho. I don't think nobody said that to me. Mm-hmm. But I think that a lot of people perceive me to be a very prude kind of girl if they didn't really know me on a like romantic or intimate level Mm -hmm. so like at work because I talk about my podcast at work at work everybody starts to listen and I notice that they look at me a little different and then some people who are close enough and I guess feel comfortable enough to talk to me Mm -hmm. they're like wow I listened to your podcast and I didn't know that you would do things like that do you ever feel like Like embarrassed or are you like, whatever, bye. I'm just like, whatever. I mean, this is my life. And I said, I always ask them, like, why did you think that about me? Or what was it that you thought? Mm -hmm. Like, did you think I went home every night to knit blankets? (laughs) I have a life. And I was and I always want to challenge people because this is one of the original reasons I wanted to start this show. It doesn't matter what a person does for a living or how they carry themselves in public. You don't really know them until you know them. You can look at somebody and think that they're a hoe and they're really not. Or you can look at somebody and not think that they're a hoe and they are literally selling ass on Backpage. (laughs) Like, you don't know what it is until you get to know somebody so you really can't can't always judge a book by its cover. So I always ask them, like, well, what did you think? They were like, we just didn't think that, you know, you would have any wild experiences or that you would be the type of woman who would be comfortable to talk about sex at all on a public platform. And I said, okay, and that's fair. However, just I want you to understand that lots of women have these conversations Mm -hmm. and probably a lot more women than you think have fun in their sex lives. Mm -hmm. And so you shouldn't think that they're just crazy people or... Maybe you won't be so shocked next time. And right. maybe that'll help you at home and you can talk to your wife because you might be missing out on some things because you think you probably she ain't that are. girl. You might you know, be you have to on. talk. Oh. 
girl. You might have to talk to her about it. Yeah, and another thing that I love about our space, our show, is that it has made me more comfortable with like being who I am. And I remember when I first came on, I would call Kiki and be like, do you think that was, that was too much? That was too much. Even though it's my real experience, do you think I did too much? Now I really don't give a fuck. It's like, mm-hmm. this shit happened. We got this show and we like to express ourselves yeah. to women. I, like People have been like, well, wait, are you gay? Because like, you let me because we hear the story. No, I'm not. But I am one. Of, I am a woman who is not afraid to experience everything that has to do with sex, even if mm-hmm. it is the opposite sex. Do I want to be with a woman? Nah, not today. Do I want to marry a woman? Hell no, because I want to feel protected. But it's like, it feels good to be able to be myself and and kick the shit with my girl and really be like, we're not in here judging each other. Like, ooh. No. Because I think, um, I have had friends where I've tried to have conversations and they can be judgy. Even, this is a funny thing to happen. You can feel it before it even starts. Okay, so usually I will own up and be like, well, I did that even though y'all in here talking shit and I'm talking about how nasty it is I did it the other day. But this time I was just like, okay, well, all these people aren't my close friends so like, like mm. I'm not gonna share so we were riding in the car me and some of the bridesmaids I'll keep everybody nameless but they were talking about how disgusting it is to spit on someone Ooh. so they were talking about like swapping spit like in each other's mouths and I've done that before mm-hmm. and I I didn't like <clears throat> it but I did it and I was just like mm, well I'm checking off my list I know I don't like it I'm just open like a lot of things I'll go ahead and try it even if it's not my thing because you know you might like you it might. it sounded disgusting and it was disgusting I don't want to do that no more but I did it so they were like oh my gosh who would do that that is so disgusting they're just going on and on and on so I'm just sitting in the back seat like damn I hope we stop for tacos because the bitch is hungry and I'm tired of hearing about how disgusting <laughs> I am so you know they're, they're there's still times when um, I don't want to share stuff, but like on this show, I don't mind sharing. I mean, there's definitely a time and a place, like because yeah. I have been in a situation like that too, where it's like, have you ever slept with a married man? And everyone's like, who would do that? That's so wrong. And I'm sitting there like, mm, actually, I think that's so bad, and, <laughs> and I love my parents. And I, right, and it's karma, hard. like, and the karma that's gonna come back to and you're just in there like, damn, that's what's happening there. I shouldn't have did that shit. Right, I think. Um, my sex experiences, and I've been this way for a while. I'm cool with sharing those on the show, but my real deep personal feelings, I'd be like, okay, now look, bitch, I don't let you all inside of what's been going on in my pussy. You don't need to know everything about me. So sometimes I keep some of that just to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought about sharing more stuff, but I was like, eh, no. Have Maybe ever, when it's something I'm over. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought that with how open we are about our sexual lives and experiences and just how we are, that it could change the way a man that is interested in you would approach you? Definitely, and it's been happening. Like so, they come at you sideways and you're like, hold up. Nobody has come at me sideways. I'm sure it will happen. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, I'm on all these dating apps, actively dating, and I'm looking, and if you, you She you said know it somebody, three times, okay, y'all. Okay, I'm not playing. Where y'all at? Um, so I went on a date with this guy and everything was cool. And so one day he wanted to take me out and I was like, oh no, I have to record my podcast. He was like, hey, by the way, cause he's not on Instagram or anything. He mm-hmm. was like, um, send me a link. I'd love to listen to it and support it. So in that moment I was like, okay, I've only been on two days with him. I don't know that I want to share this with him because we haven't had like sex conversations at all. Mm-hmm. So then to go from no sex conversations to, to hearing I'm eating this, booty. Yeah. So <laughs> did you I share just, it? Yeah, I shared it because a listen is a listen and I sure want to download subscription. Look, look. At the end of the day, oh well, because this is who I am, so maybe it'll be a little shocking. So he listens to it. 
And then he hits me up and he's like, oh, yeah, I listened to your show. And so I was like, what did you think? He was like, it was interesting. It was really funny. Whatever. So then he wanted to take me out another time. So this next time I noticed, he takes me to a restaurant that's very close to his house. Now, I've never been to his house, but um, he told me the general area. And just from the stories, I know where you stay. Mm -hmm. Um, So he takes me to this place. And then afterwards, I could tell he wanted me to come back to his house. But he wasn't forward enough to just invite me over. So Mm -hmm. I went home. And like... We haven't hung out since. And so I was just like, I feel like maybe he thought I was more open to that since we had been on a couple of days. Mm-hmm. But no, I didn't want to go home with you. Not. not to say that it would never happen with him, but I wasn't there yet. Sometimes it's like very quickly I want to go home with you. But it depends on the man. And then there and was the another, guy, another guy. He just stopped texting me. Stop playing. Yeah. And I was just like, mm. You were a little too vanilla for me anyway. I could tell he was very judgy with a lot of the things that he was saying mm-hmm. about other women. I was like, I'm not even 100% sure that you even like women. and You seem to really hate <laughs> Joke women. Fruity, but yeah. So, you know, it, I don't feel like anything has been lost, but... I feel yeah. like it has made people... Pe- people in my life hit up Carlos, hit up my boyfriend, and, and be like, They'd have be you listened? Yeah, like, it, like just like, have you listened to Medina's show? And I'm just like, bitch, me and my dude are, like, really honest with each other. It's uh-huh. like, stop. Like, you can keep doing it if you want to, but it's like, no one would ever get in enough to where he's like, let me listen. Even if he doesn't, what the hell are you gonna do? You're not going nowhere. Like, and I'm quite sure that a lot of this stuff you've talked to him about already. Yeah. Oh, okay, well... <laughs> You don't have to know everything. You do have to save some things for, you know, when you're 100 or whatever. Right. Yeah, it it has changed, and it does make me uh, question if I want to share it. And then it's like, it makes me look at myself a little different, and I look at all these experiences I have, and I'm just like, girl, what were you going through in certain points? Because I was like, okay, I think about the beginning of me having sex. Mm -hmm. I first had sex, I was 17. I wish I could erase that one, but, you know, whatever is there. Mm -hmm. And then I had sex again with this other guy who's my boyfriend, and it was slow. And then it was like, it was Atlanta. Mm -hmm. When I got to Atlanta, I had um, a young, wild, and free phase for a while, and um, I, I got appreciate that open. phase, though, it's because when we get old, I'm never going to have anything like that. I can't help my daughter through or talk. Not that I would be as open, you know, the way that we are just like, mm-hmm. bust what? but my sexual experiences are so or experiences. And I've experienced a lot as yourself. And I feel like I'm never going to be like, dang, I wish I would have done this with sex and dating. <laughs> Maybe yeah. with some other things, but like not that. Yeah. Mm mm. Mm mm. Yeah, I don't want to have that experience later on in life. I yeah. mean, I'm still trying to have fun. And it's hard to find somebody who is on that same path mm-hmm. that you can, like, get along with, have a relationship with, and have good sex with. Because a lot of these dudes are whack. Girl, whack I mean, you're, you're lucky because you're not in this no more. But let me tell you, I didn't realize how many guys are, like, not into anything but missionary positions and They're scary. Guys going scary. to chain restaurants every week. And I'm like, what are you scared of? I don't get it. I mean, it's been a long time since I've um, had a new sex partner. Mm-hmm. But I think that's part of the reason, too. And then it makes me backtrack. 
And I'm trying to move forward. Move forward. Y'all, if you are a single man and you want to submit yourself as The Bachelor, please put Kiki in the subject <laughs> lines if you're interested in going on a date. I look and, at all of them. Right. I'm going to set a fun date up, and y'all going to go and have a fun date, not dinner. Remember when we were trying to get a date? That did not happen. That didn't happen. But maybe, mm. look, are we growing. Maybe We maybe. are growing. I mean, and it's okay if it doesn't happen. I'm still swiping. Swiping. I decided I really like Bumble as my dating app. Mm. At first, I didn't really like Bumble. I think we talked about it on here, and I was like um these guys aren't my type but i like and the women have to talk first mm-hmm. on bumble i don't like that that is weird it's like who created this and what the fuck is wrong with you i like I to be chased know. i like them traditions chase my ass nigga. i know and then i got back on tinder the other day just to see what was missing and i got on while i was in dallas just to see what was popping. speaking of in dallas did you make any uh situation trips to um, the, the old i do i do have uh, a cocktail okay, for cool. today i'm gonna save Save that for that because it was, um, I had some embarrassing moments. But let me tell you. I'm still looking at some my scabby knees. <laughs> Girl, these damn knees. And that wasn't even from that. This happened before that. So I was like, you got to be gentle. Um, do you happen to have some more bad days? He was like, what happened to you? And I was like, I'll, we're wasting time. I got a flight to catch in a couple hours. Come on. You still have on clothes. <laughs> Pour me a drink. Um when we left the wedding, because it was Mansfield, and I had to get back to Dallas, I tried to get an Uber. Medina, it was so expensive. To get an Uber from where to where? Mansfield to Dallas. Oh, so yeah. I was like, like, this is my drunk ass. I'm walking out. My wig is slipping out. I was like, hey, who's going to Dallas? Me and Taylor need a ride. Because we were both on the same flight to Atlanta in the morning, and Sandra is gone. Taylor, um, her car was having problems because she was originally going to drive. But I was like, there is no way I'm spending $100 to get back. I mean. It was $100? It was $100. So then um, I was about to call my friend to see if he would just come get us. And um, one of the grooms was like, oh, we're going to Dallas. We're about to go to Kenny's house. And I said, oh, perfect. Well, can we ride with you? So we, <laughs> so we get in the car, and they took us back, and it was, it was all good. Taylor was confused. Mm, that's good. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yes. Okay, well, what time is it? Shall we take a break? Yes. Let's take a quick break. I'm going to take a sip of water. Limitless Bundles offers amazing hair. I have it in my hair right now, and I have taken this hair from a natural black to almost platinum blonde, and I still love it. It's not crunchy at all. And I know everybody and their mama is selling hair these days, but do they really have great hair? I doubt it. And do they have bundle deals as low as 100 bucks? Definitely not. Check out Limitless Bundles on Instagram at Limitless underscore Bundles underscore or on their website at LimitlessBundles.com. There's so many textures to choose from. And with my code Kiki Said So, you get 20 bucks off your purchase. What are you waiting for? Head to LimitlessBundles.com right now and tell them Kiki sent you. Hi, y'all. We back. And it's time for our bachelor submission. Mm. So remember, if you ever want to be our Man Crush Monday and have us talk about you on the show and maybe get you some new follows and likes, um, email us, cocktails.atl at gmail.com. Please. Okay, so today's bachelor is a guy, I actually know him. You know him? Yeah, I know him. You left that part out. Oh, yeah. Uh, so he he DM'd us, and his name on Instagram is at the gym underscore veteran. We um, we posted him on Monday, so he's still on our Instagram. And he wrote in that he's a single male from Atlanta, raised as a gentleman, college educated, army veteran, twenty eight years of age, with a love of making change in the world, a follower of Christ. 
currently serving our country in Afghanistan for the next six months, wants to settle down but finding it hard in Atlanta. Seems to me that finding a good woman in Atlanta is hard to come by, especially one that has a matching beauty and intellect. He left out some words there, but that's all right. I'm going to help you out, brother. What's his Um, real name? Rambo? Rambo. That's what it says on Instagram. Matt. Oh, Matt. Mm-hmm. Matt, there's a lot of great women out here in Atlanta. I mean, there's a lot of not great ones, too, but... Okay, so he's cute. So what do you think? I think that he's cute. Um, if if I were to date him, it would be... He, he's really in shape. Really? He's really in shape, and that would be what would get me. So I would have to see him without a shirt on. But I love that <laughs> he... I love that he works out. He seems healthy. And something about men that are in the Army, I love their discipline. Like, even mm. when they get out. Like, I like the discipline that they just have with anything. I like that they can fix things. Like, I have my own personal handyman. Who doesn't want that? Mm-hmm. But I, I think I would swipe left, though. I'm not going to lie. Swipe left is the no. Yeah. Okay, I was just making sure. I'm trying to But remember. he's handsome. He is a handsome guy. Um, yeah, I've seen him on the dating apps. I did swipe left. I know him, and um, I've met him. So he's a nice guy. I wouldn't say any—I can't think of anything that's wrong with him. But to me, he just didn't have—he um, didn't have that grown man feel. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, not that he was, like, super childish or anything, but he just didn't seem like— a man, man, with, mm-hmm. like, a bunch of, like, facial hair everywhere. He just seemed like a young man that is on his way. And I don't know. I don't know. And that's um, fine. I would swipe left, too. But I think that, you know, probably a lot of girls are going to swipe right. Um, I saw some eyes on the pic, Matt. I saw some eyes on the pic, Matt. So you need to... getting some likes. So, I mean, I don't know. I think maybe you should stop going to the places that you're going to and go mm-hmm. to some other places. I don't know what you're looking for. And I would also say, don't be too judgmental. Oh my gosh, I'm looking at his pictures, and I know one of the guys in his picture. Um, but yeah, don't be too so, don't be so judgmental. I think sometimes people just get overly judgmental. It's like give people a chance, give like, them a chance. Re- remember when we did that um, that other podcast? Um, I can't even think of the name of it. Juice. Not the Troll Gods, but the other the one. Juice. Something bottomless. A, something that one. And the guy was telling us this whole story about this girl who didn't go to college, and she's probably really. Um, she he couldn't bring her home, and he went to this school. And I'm like, but you still whack, so you still whack, and you got man hips and titties. <laughs> so. so y'all follow <laughs> Matt. His Instagram is at the gym underscore veteran, and check him out. Tell us what you think, Matt. You're handsome. Good luck. Good luck. Okay, so now it's time for indecisive Diane. Would you stop thinking about what everyone wants? Stop thinking about what I want, what he wants, what your parents want. What do you want? What do you want? It's not that simple. What do you want? What do you want? All right, ladies, I'm back, and I got a really cute brunch date for you and your mans. And if he's cheap, this is going to work out for him because it's really not expensive at all. I ended up getting a turkey egg biscuit, and it came to like eight bucks. So if you got a mans that's complaining about that, you need to ditch him. So the name of the restaurant is Walt's Homegrown. You guys, everything in this place is from Atlanta. Like, they have paintings that are from artists from Atlanta. They have different little vintage pieces. It's really cute. You can walk around and look at this stuff while you're waiting for an hour for your table because it's always packed. You can't make reservations, so get there early. Like I said, I went for brunch. They close at 2 o'clock. It's really laid back. They serve 
locally sourced breakfast. You guys... It's amazing. It's like a diner type setting with a little twist on it. If you go there, make sure you ask for Caleb. Sit in his section. He'll take care of you and you'll just love him. His service was to die for. The man was so nice. Gave us VIP treatment like we was really VIP. I mean, well, I am VIP. All right. You know what I mean. So let me just tell you. Homegrown is located at 968 Memorial Drive, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia, 30316. Try it out. Let me know how you liked it. Try their grits, fried green tomatoes. It's really nice. If you're on a diet, I wouldn't recommend you go there because it's definitely southern southern food. Thanks, Diane. No problem, ladies. I'll see you next week. Okay, so I'll do this one. Says, I have been talking to a guy for a week or so. We finally go out on our first date. Everything went good. There was a click. After a few days of just talking, Wait, after a few days of just talking again, he then asked me for me to be his significant other. I turned him down because I am not ready for all of that just yet and didn't want to rush, which I have told him when we started talking. I explained to him that I like him as well, and we did click. However, shouldn't we learn each other a little more before we make that choice? My question is, am I wrong for not saying yes, or is he moving too fast? Sincerely, I'm not ready. She doesn't want to be his girlfriend. And he asked her after three days. Um, she says she was talking to him for a week or so. I wonder. I, it makes me wonder how old he is because with my dating experience, I've noticed that sometimes older men, they just already know what they want and they see it in you and they're ready to, they're ready to like snatch you up and hold you down. Oh, really? I've noticed that. With, like, like how old? Like 45. Like oh. when I used to date um, this older guy, older, older. You remember he had all them kids? I met him at 25. Oh, the tar- mm-hmm, tar- I don't want to mm-hmm. say his name because he's yeah. old. Mm-hmm. But um, he was like, ready. he was like, okay, let's get married. You can be my kids. And like, ready. He, and he was just older and ready. He was like, I don't see the point in trying to, to like. Look. I guess that does make sense because I was talking to this guy and I met his mama really quick and <laughs> his kid. And, and sometimes just, they don't have no choice. It's just like, look, like my family is around. The kids are here. Well, they weren't here. And I was just like, why am I meeting these people? Like, this is cool. Okay, we can have fun with it. But, like, really, um, this is a lot. Mm -hmm. You don't want to slow it down. But I guess when you are older, I do wonder how old he is. Or is he scamming you, girl? Because I just live in Atlanta, and sometimes you just have to wonder, like, is he trying to get you to, like, pay for something, co-sign something? Like, what is going on? Because sometimes these dudes be out here trying to get you, and you got to be careful. And they will get you. I don't... I don't think you were wrong for not saying yes. Because if you didn't feel it, then you didn't feel it. And don't, that's just that. No matter how sure he is, you don't have to be that sure. So he'll Don't be feel right. like you have to say yes just because he has. Bye, nigga. No. Right. He'll be fine. Um. Okay, so here's the next one. She, she like, scratched out her name. Like, okay. don't say my name. Okay, so she says, my ex-husband hasn't paid child support in 13 months. A warrant was what? issued for his arrest. He called our son to let him know he will be at his birthday gathering in a few days. Should I call the police when he's at the birthday gathering, or would it be wrong for my son to watch his father go to jail? He hasn't paid child support in how long? 13 months. Dang, why not? He, he probably had it. Or if he, he could have had it, because there are people that have it and they just don't want to pay it because they feel like they're still taking care of the child through you. Okay, so... I don't think you should call the police and let your son watch him get arrested. I think that can hurt him. But maybe call them when he's leaving or maybe send him to go get some ice 
for the party and say he gonna be at the quick trip on the corner of um, Sydney Market, so you know might want to scoop him up. I mean, I, I think that when you have a kid, you gotta pay child support, and if you don't have it, you need to communicate that. Mm-hmm. Every now and then, it's a woman who's not being very understanding, but you need to figure it out. So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna agree yeah. with Kiki on this because my answer was gonna just be just when the invite him to the party so he can see his daddy. When the party's over, call the police. Like, when everyone has already left, and just, just you know, keep watching him, keep your eye on him. If he starts, like, call the police, and when it's Get over. Just, then the boy don't have to see him. Yeah, he might be asleep. He's going to be ice cream wasted. Like, it's a birthday party. Yeah. He'll be fine. Okay, I'm going to do one more. Okay. Hi, ladies. Um, what I'm about to tell you, I already know I shouldn't have done, girl. But I did, and you probably have, too. So, oh, well. How do you know? I did. I read this one already. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so I've been with my boyfriend for a year now. Last night, I just randomly decided to go through his phone. He went out for a jog and left his phone at home. You always gonna find something. You dig deep. I went through the phone and didn't find anything until I got to a text from last October. Damn, girl. That's almost a year. Okay. That is. That is. <laughs> You're like really ooh, trying. Okay. She was. Sw- she wasn't Just playing. imagine she the was, I'm going to find something on this Yeah, one. you were searching. Okay. That was around the time when him and I made it official. Anyway, he sent a text to a girl at 2 a.m. that said, I'm outside. I'm so mad about it, but I don't know if I should bring it up because it was so long ago and he's going to be mad that I went through his phone. Would you address it or just let it go? Sincerely, Amber allergic to roses. <laughs> like Amber Rose? <laughs> oh. oh. Okay, I was like, huh? Amber allergic to roses. Okay, go I ahead. am going to say, part, like, I get still be, I get that you're going to be mad. But, mm-hmm. but personally, I just don't know what your argument is going to be if you didn't find, I can see if you found recent activity also with the same girl. Then, yeah, you got to say something. But that was a year ago. I feel like you're going to cause an unnecessary argument that is not really going to have an ending because it was a year ago. Yeah, like, at this point, it seems like if that was the last text that you saw that was suspicious or whatever, it seems like he cut things off. And it's not good, but a lot of times when people first enter a relationship, they haven't really tied up all those loose ends. So maybe... That was that. He was... He was just dropping off her stuff because she had been blowing him up and was trying to get in the way. He was like, I'm just going to bring you all your things. I'm outside. Come get them. You don't know. I would not bring it up, girl. You're going to have to let it go unless you see something fresh. Unless you see something fresh. And then also you're going to have to, like, tell him that you were going through his phone. And I always get, like, iffy about t- He's going to get mad and then you're never going to get the chance to go through his phone again because now he's going to move his phone when you're when you, he's going to leave it he's around gonna you. He's going to hold it. You'll never get to figure anything else out. And that's when he'll probably start cheating on you. So yeah, just, like, be uh, careful. Just don't have an attitude. Maybe have it for like one day and then get over it. There's no ending to it. There's not. If you guys ever want um, some advice, um, any kind of advice, as long as it's sex, dating, love, relationships, send it to cocktails.atl at gmail.com and just put advice in the subject line and we'll try to answer your questions on the show. Yeah, and also guys, girls, if you know of a fine man out there that you think needs some recognition, send his picture or your picture to cocktails.atl at gmail.com with a little bit about yourself and we'll shout you out on Instagram and talk about you on the show. Okay, so now it's time for cocktails. Do you want to go first? Yes, I do. Because I have no idea what yours is. (laughs) Okay, so a couple of days ago when I was flying home on a commercial flight on Delta with my coach seat. You sound salty. (laughs) 
Because I just be like, the whole week I'm flying around on private jets. Like, uh, you would think that my job would just be like, let's get them a first class ticket to make them feel more at home. But no, they don't. They put you right in the back next to the bathroom. Anyway, so when I was at the airport in New York, I was sitting there. I was looking crazy. It was one of those days where, like, my night before had ended very late, and and it was just a long work week, and I had to get up at, like, 6 a.m. I got two hours of sleep. I had to get to the airport, and I looked crazy. You know when you just look? And you know you look crazy. Like, you know people are looking at you like, damn. Like, what? <laughs> so I'm sitting there and just waiting to board my flight, and I see this guy walk past. He looked familiar, but I didn't really know where I knew him from. Yeah. Had a hoodie on and um, the same Louis bag that every black person has. And so um boarding the flight, sky's on, what's up? So boarding the flight, this man walks up to me. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to cut. I was like, it's okay. Like when you're boarding the plane, everyone's like bum rushing the door. Like we're not all going to get on. So if you want to cut, I really don't care. Mm-hmm. He was like, no, nah. he was like, um, you can go. I'm just going to get behind you. I was like, okay, cool. He's like, dang, you're fine. I was like, are you being serious right now? Like I look, there's probably still crust in my eyes. Like what? Mm-hmm. what? He's like, what's your name? I'm like, Medina. What's your name? He's like, Mace. I was like, that's why you look familiar. <laughs> that's why you look familiar. I was like, I honestly thought that maybe we went to high school or something. And oh that was where I thought I knew you from. And he was like, nah, like, nah. He was like trying to holler so bad, Kiki. So then we get on the plane. He's still actively cutting in front of me. I was like, you don't uh-huh. let me go? Or you, you just what, said, what are I we going to do? Right, like, what are we doing? Am I going first? You, this, okay, no. So I get on the plane. I'm going to my coach seat. He's going to his coach seat. He's in the, the the aisle right in front of me. I gave him a card. I was like, I host a show in Atlanta. He said he was moving to Atlanta. So I gave him a card. He FaceTimes me when we get on the plane. What? He, he was, I was like, can you, okay, really? Stop. It was embarrassing. Like, he kept turning around. He was like, hey, can you send me a picture? Can you send me a, and people are looking at me like, what is going on? Because he's in the row before me. He's turning around like, hey, can you send me a picture? Dang, like, them shorts are short. It was the picture that I have on my screensaver. Uh-huh. I was like, you know what? Because I have my headphones in. I was like. I'm trying to watch the Jay-Z footnotes and you need to be watching them too because this is like, you're like being... <laughs> you need to watch them too. Yeah, like you need to like learn how to treat a woman. Like it was just, it was like borderline disrespectful, but like you're trying to holler, but you need to stop. Like please stop. Ain't he saved now? Base. Are you saved? I like, thought he was. He was supposed to be moving out here and preaching and stuff. What is he doing? I don't know, but I was like, okay, stop. That's, That's my cocktail. That's annoying. Mm. Okay, well, I was in crazy at the airport, too, before a different reason. So let me tell y'all. I was in Dallas, and I was trying to schedule, you know, my little maintenance appointments that I like to have every time I'm in Dallas. So last time, I didn't get around to it. So this time, I needed to. So I'm at the wedding. And I was like, listen, the wedding is going to be over promptly at 11. I sent a message early in the morning. I said, I don't want to shit out of you. You don't need to be falling asleep. Take a nap now. I don't care what you do right now. But you were not I'm leaving the wedding at 11. If I can get out of there early, I'm getting out of there early. I'm leaving after Sandra leaves because I feel like once the bride is gone, what do I need to be there for? And then they stopped the drinks before 11. So, you know, I was really ready to go. Was it an open bar? Yeah. So I was gathering up all my things. I was like, come on, Taylor. You know, we got to go. We're, we're far away from Dallas. We're far. It's a good 40 minutes. So anyway... I get to the guy's house after hitchhiking out there, um, and I was just like, by any means necessary. So as soon as I get to the house, you know, it's time to undress, so he just unzips my dress. We spend some time talking, and I realize, like, we have conversations sometimes. I just usually black them out, and I always end them abruptly and really awkwardly, like, okay, that's enough talking. It's time to move on. So, um, oh, and then I needed a shower because I had been uh, dancing and stuff at the wedding, so I told him that when I got there. So he had the stuff out for me. I take a shower. We drank a little bit. Um, More? Yeah. <laughs> just a little bit. I don't even think I finished my drink, but I needed something while we were talking to keep me up. So then we had wild, amazing sex, right? And it was just, it was wonderful like usual. But remember, I got on this wig. 
I don't know why I continue to try to have sex with wigs on because I told you guys. Is your hair braided underneath? It is. I got four Sealy plaits up under here and a wig cap on top. And I got the elastic band in the wig and wig clips. (laughs) So I thought I was secure. I didn't realize until yesterday Sandra had to remind me at the wedding that it was slipping back. And so they was having to adjust me. And I was like, whatever, it's over now. The pictures is gone. The photographer's gone. I don't really care. I'm not worried about these people. I already got my appointment set up. So... We're in the middle of having sex, and I feel my wig slipping, and I was sobering up. I was like, oh, wait. So he's, like, trying to pull my hair. I guess he thought it was a sew-in, like usual. Oh. And so I was like, listen. He was like, what? What's wrong? I said, this is a wig. He was like, huh? I said, it's a wig. He was like, okay, well, let's take that thing off. So he snatched it off, threw it across the room, and we just kept going. With your silly plaids. Yeah, it it didn't even matter. So when I woke up in the morning, I was like, wait, where is my wig? Oh, my gosh. I was having flashbacks to that time, and it fell off. But it wasn't that day, and it was just up under some covers and condoms and other things. And so I grabbed it, and I just had to shake it out really quick because it was like— Taylor had been calling me because I was going to meet her at the airport, and luckily I was flying out of Love Field, so I wasn't far. But it was like 6.30, and my mm-hmm. flight was at 7.25. So I had to, like, book it up out of there. And so I was like, well, bye. Oh, and he said, um, I hope I have, I hope I gave you a good time so you have a good story when you go back on the <gasps> And I said, no, oh. he didn't. Yes, yes, he did. And so I was like, well, you know I'm going to talk about it. So just does he listen? Thursday. He does listen. Because I remember that yeah. time I called you, like. He listens. Because he said something about it. He was like. Why do you talk about having sex on the show? I said, that's what my whole show is about. He's like, but why do you talk about our stories? I said, because our stories are good stories. He wasn't mad. He was just asking. I okay. said, these are good sex stories. He's like, all right, I'm going to give you another one. So thank there we you. Go. Appreciate it. Got your car. Thank and you. Give us some more. What's okay, up? Hey, bitch. I need another one today. <laughs> but I'm away. I'm away. <laughs> anyway, guys, thanks so much for listening. And remember, if you ever want to share your cocktail, you can email us that too, cocktails.atl at gmail.com. Um, I'm trying to think if we have any announcements. Do you have any announcements? Mm, I, I don't. Not right now. I was on TMZ again today. <laughs> and I think I'm going to do it again next week. So, you know, just be watching TMZ. I Get keep it. missing it, but y'all watch it and support your girl. Please. And y'all, as usual, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. Yes. The subscribe and the reviews are really important because it helps us get more ads and um, did I say the subscribe or the rate? I don't know but both of them. We need you to do both. If you subscribe the uh, the episodes are automatically going to download to your phone and when you review it helps other people be able to see us. It helps us chart because it's a lot of whack shows that's in the top 200 Mm -hmm. and I listen to them and production quality is poor and they're just rambling and it's like help us out. You guys like the show and share with people. Right and as usual follow us on Instagram Cocktails Podcast and follow myself at Coffee Bean Dean and I'm at Kiki Said So on Instagram and Twitter Until next week, you guys. Bye. But the person you called has a voice mailbox that has not been set up yet. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Goodbye.